The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome to Nebraska Preps Postgame with Damon Benning and Jacob Padilla. Yep, that's right. It is another week. NEB Preps in full effect. My man Jacob Padilla, we're back. And with a tight, tight schedule. I've got Rock Hill, South Carolina to watch today with ETG teams. And you're catching a flight this afternoon to be a Houstonian temporarily. Yeah, uh, first time I've uh, been there. I uh, Only time I've ever been to uh, Texas is to San Antonio for NCAA tournament. We won't talk anymore about that. Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully this trip uh, down there a- ends better for for my team. Great places to eat. I know you don't care much about food. <laughs> <laughs> gonna have, I mean, we're gonna be down there for uh, like five days. But so. uh, it is a fantastic city for food. It is a terrible city to navigate traffic. So so leave early and stay late. That's yeah. That's perfect for me because I have to drive. <laughs> yeah, I don't. So, and I and I watch that, like the chaperoning and stuff, quote unquote, when the coaches drive. And you, at any time, you could have eight kids. Sometimes you're driving for two. You want to be more efficient and have at least this many if you're going to make a food run. Yeah. I don't know if I'm cut out for that. Yeah, we got we got vans for all of the uh, the coaches uh, and supervisor, but. Uh, I have no idea how many kids are actually going to need transportation because I know like, a lot of my parents are going down there, and at least one of them, I know, said rented their own car so they can go around and uh, check things out during the, the downtime. So I have no, we'll, we'll figure that out, I guess, once we get to uh, the airport today. Un- so. Unlike this past weekend, are you expecting to be locked and fully loaded with your roster? I think so. Um, I think we're going to get to 10. <laughs> as you leave, uh, as you're leaving today. <laughs> the 10th the, the is still a little like he's going to give it a go and see what happens, but uh, I think we'll have 100. We're, I think we'll definitely have a 9 uh, with the 10th uh, possibility to play at least a little bit. So, Are you better with fewer numbers to options? Uh, well, uh, I don't think so because uh, – our record is much better when we've got uh, eight, nine, ten compared to uh, six, which we had far too often during the spring. So there's definitely a sweet spot in there. Uh, it's it's a lot easier to, to sub with eight guys versus ten. Let the the guys that are kind of rolling stay out there. Um, heck, I mean, championship game, Nate Kelly didn't come off the the floor for me in the second half. So it's a little bit easier to do when you've got uh, eight, while making sure everybody gets the playing time they deserve. While also kind of letting the the guys that are rolling stay out there and give you your best chance to win. But um, we'll figure it out this weekend. Yeah, interesting as well as ETG gets ready to tip here in about 20 minutes. 
playing with eight. Uh, played with eight this past weekend, as we'll get to here in a second. No Jacob a rope. I know, and Eli will not give that toe a go either. Just the soft tissue, mm. just not responding well. Uh, and it's been kind of chronic for him. Yeah, that's unfortunate. He's had a lot of injuries. Yeah, a lot of kind of periods where he's had to miss. He made it through the full season. He was good all the way through the spring. Yeah. It was good to see it's a long extended stretch of play for him. But now June kind of caught up to him because he, he was playing well um, through the Kansas City weekend and then had to take the last weekend or so or last week or so off. So ho hopefully it heals up soon because um, you guys don't got a, a whole lot left after this. No, no. I, we we have Vegas, and I think that'll be about it. Yeah. So I think they're they're done after the weekend of the fifteenth. I think so. It, it 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 is quick, which I mean, selfishly, allows us to really dial into training multi-sport because yeah. I mean that has been a grind as we've tried to get ready for the upcoming football season too. But the June break helped, especially being at the high schools because that's you know where we do most of the training, but. Coming off the River Cities yeah. weekend, a lot of um, kind of up and down play. Um, but I felt like for the most part, I, not a ton of high end kind of stuff, but consistency, I think, was was there. Yeah, so um, kind of the f format in the past, we've always referred to River Cities as like the state tournament uh, of AAU here gotten a lot of good programs from around the area to come in and participate as well, whether in the actual bracket part or in showcase games. They've kind of done it differently throughout the years based on um, what teams are interested in. Uh, unfortunately, uh, this year the, the tournament, the, they grew the tournament over 300 teams, yeah. uh, adding girls um, and boys and just kind of blowing out the tournament a little bit. Uh, the downside of that is – less games for the um um for the, the bracket play for the high end um yeah. in the past you, you played five games if you've made it all the way to the final um because you got the, the the way it just played out is you able to get, to get a little bit more uh it was capped at four because they just didn't have the uh the game game space to schedule any more than that so um and they didn't have as many um teams coming in from out of state up ETG chose to only play uh, the two, two showcase, showcase games. games. Um, uh, Omaha Elite was out of town. Uh, so they were in St. Louis, right? I, and I think ETG only wanted to play the two because they left Tuesday. Yeah. Didn't want to play the so. four games and then turn around and travel. So, it, yeah, and that's kind of the way. It's really disappointing. Um, and, and I know, like, AEF and Factory did their own tournament this weekend, small tournament, so they weren't in it. Nebraska United was over in that. So there, there are a lot of kind of some of the better teams that weren't in the tournament, which is kind of a bummer. Um, I, I I love the way the tournament used to be. And even last year was so much fun when um, with the way that played out. Like my 17s playing uh, against, yeah, played against us. your guys playing up uh, 16 ETGs in the, in the semifinals. That was a really fun game. Yeah. Um, obviously, the, the final didn't happen because of injuries to the, the 17s and just decided to pull that call that off. But the – 16s and 15s championships were fun. Um, like that's, I, I wish I don't know if they gotta if we gotta figure out move move it to the spring, figure out something different. Well, let me ask you something real quick before we recap this thing along those lines. Do you think because I, I, different sports are different in the summer? Can you see all these organizations playing nicely together, doing something big, or do you? think we'll see more of the 
doing our own thing, splitting off the way that it's kind of morphed into the last handful of years. Yeah, because I know, like, um, last few years, Supreme was doing their own thing. Um, oh, last year they were uh, down and had the St. Louis tournament to go with the next pro thing, the or the the whatever it was. Um, the year before, it was the UA. They fell the out, and then they yeah. came back and played showcase games because yeah. what they were going to do fell through. So they at least were in it. We got to go see them play with Isaac Trout and them. Um, I, I, I hope we can get to the point where we figure out something where just everybody plays in it. Like, it's for the good of the kids. Like, that's that's what it should be. Everybody should be in at least one tournament together. Mm. Um, so these kids can compete against their friends, compete against their rivals. Uh, it's a lot of fun. The, uh, the bragging rights online, even uh, inter-programs. Uh, um, like, it's fun when the, the, the team below gets a chance, gets a crack. I know my guys were – excited hoping that we'd get a chance against etg yeah. just, just to play that game and it didn't didn't happen um so that that's it's always something a motivating factor for the teams below to, to get kind of get up for that game and i know uh i i've my, oh, my I, guys I in remember, the past i yeah. remember that first half last year <laughs> i know why you guys wanted that game so it's uh <laughs> i hope like i said it, it makes sense with the how big this second weekend of july is for the shoe circuit teams uh, again, like you said, guys flew out um, Tuesday. The tournament starting today. Um, it's a quick turnaround to play four or five games uh, in the first weekend back, and then two days later you're on a flight out to to wherever. Um, so I understand that. I just wish that we could figure out a solution to where we can get everybody competing in the same tournament. What uh, weekend is your July weekend over? Uh, so we play the first four weekends. So, um, we're back in Omaha next weekend and then down in, uh, Kansas city for the hardwood for the the fourth tournament. So yeah, we play all four this, uh, um, this month. I'll enjoy it. (laughs) Definitely. Especially (laughs) again, full strength. Does your business need an easy competitive financing for trucks or equipment? Currency is here to help. Currency specializes in finding the best available rates and terms for construction equipment, farm machinery, trucks, and trailers. In fact, customers can get loans up to $500,000 with little or no money down and terms up to 72 months. Currency can also help if you're getting serious about buying a new or used motorhome, fifth wheel, or utility vehicle. Just fill out an application and the Currency Finance team will get to work finding a lender with the most competitive options. It's quick, secure, and best of all, it's free to use. Currency is equipment financing made simple. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Uh, we've kind of talked enough. Let's, let's get into the actual games here. Um, we talked about ETG just playing in showcase games. Want to touch on those first, then we'll get into the, the rest of the tournament. Yeah, it was a little, a little, little bit of a grind. Yeah. Um, they blew a lead late against Kingdom Hoops, who dealt them fits earlier in the season. Yeah. That Kingdom Hoops team was up by as many as 15, 16 uh the first time they played this one was they came from behind right there was that there was that final stretch uh i think with about five minutes to go where kingdom hoops kind of made their run it was 50 it was 51 43 uh and alvin goes back to kind of a core group under about the two minute mark and i think they went in with a two-point deficit 53 51 so it was a Kingdom Hoops didn't turn the ball over a ton. They just yeah. don't have a lot of empty trips, right? They're either getting it on the glass, shooting a free throw. 
They don't have a lot of empty trips, and I think their offensive efficiency mucks it up for ETG. Yeah, Luke Winkle from uh, Ankeny Centennial, Bernard. He is he, tough. He was doing a great job of getting downhill, using his body, spinning one way, going up through Decept- the contact. Deceptively and strong, too. Yeah. He dealt them fits the first time they played him, too. He's crafty. And so ETG lost 63-62 in overtime. Um, was his final on that to Kingdom Hoops. <laughs> so the uh, so there was no bracket play in 17-2, but Kingdom Hoops for Iowa was the only team that went 3-0 in the, the Platinum Showcase games, whatever. Um, and then all Iowa attack won They're the well 16th coached. and 15. So and Iowa sweep this year, I guess, for the, the, the best showings in, in the three divisions. Um, but, uh, yeah, they shot 11-24 from three, but only 9-25 on twos. And down the stretch, they just could not convert the buckets they needed. They couldn't, uh, made some bad decisions, um, didn't finish on, on, on some plays. Um, and, and Kingdom Hoops did down the stretch. And, and again, like that's – we, we've seen that as uh, something they struggle with against shoe circuit competition where you've got Division One dudes and length and size. They really they, have they had to shoot the ball well to survive. In Rock Hill. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but uh, Jane Jackson played really well, he 22 well. points, 6 of 10, 5 of 8 from 3, hit all five of his free throws. Um, it just never really got anybody else going, like you said. Not no, consistently. No, no Jacob Rope, no uh, Elijah Gaze, so they shorthanded there. Um, but – Bounce back. Uh, second game was NBA DA, who also shorthanded, unfortunately, yeah, Trace Anderson, Anderson. Um, for, from Lincoln Pies 10, still sideline. And they, they had different guys coming off their bench every single game because mm-hmm. they just didn't have their core group there for every single game. So, But really impressive defensive performance for ETG, winning that one 61-45. Um, sh- uh, sh- another uh, efficient game offensively. Um, did score a little bit better inside the arc, hit nine threes. Uh, and they held uh, held MBDA uh, to 17 of 61 from the field. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, that another second game, half yeah. was got really oh, mucky. Yeah, yeah it, it did very much so. Um, Jackson finished with 19 on seven of 12 shooting, five of eight from three, seven boards, four assists, two steals. So five of eight from three in both games, and he got a dunk in both games too. Threw a nice alley oop play, set play for him in the MBDA <laughs> game, and, and it's a little different, a little, little, little different. He's, he showed a little bounce, and then Kingdom Hoops just half court got it to him downhill, went up two hands in half court off yeah. the dribble. Like, okay, Jaden, that's uh, <laughs> he plays like that here uh, yeah. down here in South Carolina. A lot, lot, lot of eyeballs too, yeah. so he'll have an opportunity. Big week for him. Um, so they, they went one and one. ETG sixteen U went two and zero oh, with two kind of different games. First one, absolute shootout, 81-80 in overtime against All-Iowa Attack Elite Red. Um, and, man, that was fun to watch. Raining threes on both sides. Um, guys getting up and down, open court. They had five in double figures, uh, shot over 50% from the field, had 14 threes, had 21 assists. Um, but the star of the game was absolutely Bryson Ball, who finished with 27 points on 10-16 shooting, 7-11 from three, seven rebounds and three blocks. He had the go-ahead three in overtime, down by two. They run a play. Reese Kircher threw it to him coming off the screen, knocked it down to put them up one with less than 30 seconds left. They go down. Um, uh, attack kind of takes their time, gets downhill, and ball comes in from the weak side and blocks kind of the reverse layup, uh, and they hold on to win that. So phenomenal game from him, made the game-winning plays on both ends of the court. Uh, and then very different game. Well, I guess they had Brayden Frager had 12 points, nine rebounds, four assists. Uh, Brock Shaw at 11 points, seven boards. Lazarek Houston uh, at 11 points and three assists, uh, efficient shooting. 
Uh, and then Robbie Garcia, 10 points, seven rebounds and three assists. So had a lot of guys rolling. He's, he's had, I, Robbie's having a, a, a good summer. I, I felt like he was pretty good in, in summer league. He's shooting it a little more consistent. And, man, he, he's kind of crafty. He's kind of a below-the-rim guy. He, he's, very, he's very good with his body control. Yep. And second game, 53-42 against Kingdom Hoops Elite. Much more of a grinder, um, but they, they pulled it out in the end. Didn't shoot very well, but uh, Derek Rollins was great. Had 17 points, 5 of 8 from the field, 2 of 3 from 3, 5 of 6 from the Lions. Have scored in every way possible. Eight boards, four offensive. Have you noticed he's shooting it much more consistent from distance? It, it started a little bit in summer league, and we're just getting started, obviously, back with with on the AAU circuit. But oh, he! I watched him in both gyms uh, last week. He he seems to be shooting it a ton better from distance. And that's one of the keys for him to continue to like stretch out his game and progress. Um, where he's been mostly a post player. Um, that's where he's had his best success now. And he's about 6'4", so um, definitely needs to, to, to keep expanding his game to work on some of the perimeter stuff to kind of round it out as he continues to age. Um, but And Lazarek Houston also had 12 points, 5'8", shooting 2'4", from 3. And uh, good to see him playing well because, one, they need him. Um, you look at that roster, there's not a lot of great guard play. It's mm-hmm. a lot of wings, a lot of forwards on, on that team. It's really only um, Reese Kircher and uh, Lazarek as, as ball-handling guards. And Zarek was hurt uh, most of the, I didn't see him play at all in June, so good to see him back healthy. He gives them some defensive teeth, too, in the backcourt when they yeah. see some of these good guards because like, he's, a, he's a good defender. Yep. So um, the, he played well both games and then um, had other guys step up. So good week, uh, good 2-0 showing for them. Uh, and then ETG 15, you also went 1-1. One one, um <laughs> Had a rough one uh, against All Iowa Tech Elite Red, uh, 73-49. Um, that that team is really good. We'll talk about them once we get to my team in the 15U bracket. But um, they bounced back with an 84-64 win against Kingdom Hoops Elite. Um, we're 60% from the field, just living in transition. Hit 13 threes, 21 assists. So shared the ball and knocked down shots. Uh, that's a key for them. Uh, Pax uh, and Piatkowski. Paxson. Uh, Sutton Piatkowski uh, was phenomenal. 19 points, did not miss a shot. Hit three threes, uh, hit five buckets inside the arc, um, just uh, just scoring every way possible. Nike, uh, Monte Gettings from Papio South also hit shots, 15 points, five or six shooting, three he's, threes. He's got a pretty smooth game, doesn't he? Yep. Uh, Nike Orgabold, 11 points, four or five from the field, two threes, and an and one. Uh, and then Deshaun Prince, a new addition to the team, who will play with them in July from Omaha Central, the, the dual sports star who – was they were they're looking at him for the the whole for the roster heading into the spring and then just kind of with a football thing seven on seven decided yeah it's probably not going to work out but here in July the, he's got a little bit more time and and he's a yeah, good fit for that team he sat with us a good while um, at the field house and you you commented on his frame up about a month ago and you can tell he's he's put on he's got good size he's put on some muscle he's well liked too the yeah. the, the kids. They they really like him. He's he's a good egg. Yeah. Ten, uh, ten points, six assists, five rebounds. So you do that kind of a little bit of everything. He's that'll so athletic. be that'll be a really good addition for that team because you need a guy that kind of connector piece that, that'll rebound, that'll compete, and he'll guard and share too. the ball. Yep, he'll guard. So th- th- that was kind of the showcase portion of the day. Um, let, let's dive into the the seventeen U platinum. Um, Nebraska Supreme ha- had the best record for the Nebraska teams in, in that league. They only played three. Um, 
but uh, they they lost the Kingdom Hoops Elite or EYCL. I uh, didn't see that one, but that was eighty-one seventy-two. I did see the other two. They beat MBDA again, shorthanded, but um, sixty-nine sixty-one, and, and now they're kind of figuring things out too, MBDA. losing Bangot Dak um, for Supreme. Yeah. So, and Dylan Clawson, Cade Cook inside gave him a little bit of uh, gave him some problems in they, that game. They, they some go- like MBDA, a little more consistent guard play because that front court. That- they're tough. They can yeah. put pressure on the rim, too. They got good length. Especially if they get tracing back yep. to, to go with Dylan. You got Kate out on the wing as opposed to playing the four on um, the way he handles the ball and sets other guys up. So, And Dylan's a really good passer, too. So, like, they run everything through those guys. Um, and you it's got, a long bunch. Yeah. Like, that, I just kind of look and watch that second game. That is a long, long bunch. But uh, Marcus Glock was spectacular all weekend. Shot the lights out. Had 16 points. Went 3-4 from 3 uh, against Supreme. Uh, and then in the 76-60 win against Nebraska Hoops Elite Black, uh, Glock had 24, 9 and 12 from the field, including 6 of 8 from 3. And that's like watching him play in the spring. I watched uh, like two-thirds of their games, 13 of their 20. And yeah. Obviously, we know he can shoot. He didn't shoot the three ball to his capability in the spring. So good to see him coming out of June now, shooting the ball with confidence and knocking down shots because yeah. that will be big for him. They're going to need that. They're going to need more for him now. Um, here in July without Ben Goddak, who was such a huge part of that team, obviously now out at Colorado, um, uh, kind of uh, getting used to that and working his way in there. Um, his ball handling, I think, will be the next part of his evolution because I think he's, gonna, he's, he's a good shooter. Yeah. I think his ability to kind of put it on the floor a little bit um, will really help kind of elevate his stock because he's got a lot of he's – a, he's a skilled player. Yep. And he was knocking down jumpers, knocked down a couple of tough threes off the dribble. He's uh, yeah. really been working on that, that, that kind of elbow pull up, that one dribble, get downhill, and then pull up and knock it down. Um, Gretna, Gretna point guard Landon Pekorski was solid in both, had 10 points and three assists in both games. A much tr- did you know, he's very trim now. He seems of, like he is very tapered. He looked – usually he's kind of that strong – I look at him as kind of that strong, kind of stocky build. He, he – he was standing next to Wilcoxon on, on Saturday, and he, he looked very thin. He, he looked good. Yeah. Um, so, so that's them. They went 2-1. and one. Uh, MBDA went 1-3. and three. Um, I watched all four of their games. And Dylan Clawson uh, w- was really good in, uh, in the loss against Supreme and then the, the 74-64 win against OSA Travis. Had uh, 17 points, 10 boards, 5 assists in, in, against Supreme. Had 19 points, 14 rebounds, 2 assists uh, against OSA. Cook also had a double-double against Supreme. Uh, had 14 points, 11 rebounds, 3 assists. Just missed one, 13 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists uh, against uh, OSA. So those are kind of those are the key guys, again, especially with, um, with Trace and Anderson sideline. And then Grant Urbanic led him in scoring against ETG uh, and their 57-52 loss against All-Iowa Attack Elite Red to kind of close out the weekend. Um, hit a bunch of threes over the weekend, was not shy about letting it fly. Um, so th- those are kind of uh, the guys that led the way for um, uh, Urbanic also at 18 um, against OSA Travis there too. So he, he had a solid weekend as well. Um, Nebraska Hoops Elite, uh, I didn't see a ton of them, but I saw – that game against Nebraska uh, Supreme and then and uh, Tay Moore from Lincoln Southeast was terrific in that game and 19 points, really efficient shooting, scored from all three levels, five rebounds, four assists. And then I didn't watch this game, but I saw the end of it. Uh, they beat All Iowa Attack Elite Red 64-63. 
uh, to close out the weekend to, to get their one win. And uh, all I attack hit a go-ahead three with uh, in, the, in the last 15 seconds less uh, or so. Uh, then they go back down and put the ball in Moore's hands. He gets downhill, reverses, scores at the basket as the buzzer sounds to, to give them that, that win there. So good weekend for him. Uh, that's kind of the – Nebraska teams in the, the platinum division, the, the Blue Jays division was kind of the second one, but you still got the, 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 some of the best teams. Yeah. Uh, the team that had the best weekend there was OSA Elite Klein. They went 4-0. Um, they beat Nebraska Hoops Elite Black and a grinder uh, the, the first night of the tournament, 65-60. Uh, they beat Lincoln Supreme National 2, who we'll talk about in a moment, but um, won that game by 12. Cole Peterson had 12 points, 7 boards, 2 blocks. Stephen Pulichek had 12 points. Um, Another guy having threes. a good off season. Yep, um, they they smacked all Iowa Tech Elite Red seventy one fifty one, and then they closed out the weekend with an eighty six sixty seven win against Lincoln Supreme National One. Um, unfortunately, uh, Peterson, who is having a really good summer, spring and summer, um, he he went down with a knee injury in that game, hoping hoping it's not too serious and he'll be okay. But that that's kind of a big loss for them. They they, they picked up uh, Corian Gallatin. Uh, from Fremont, so, so, uh, so playing up a couple of grades. Sat with his dad. Yeah. We watched a lot of hoops together. So they got Ben Johnson from Kearney playing up one grade, Corian playing up two gra- uh, grades to kind of round out that team because they've had some uh, some guys they needed to, to fill in for. Johnson will no longer be a, a, a well-kept secret in Kearney either. He's no. he's a good player. Yeah, they're going to be solid this year. Um, Supreme National, too, uh, went 3-1 and one this weekend. Um, they they lost to Klein, but Kellen Hum from Lincoln Pius 10th had 22 points, had hit four threes in that one. Uh, they were down 18 at halftime to Kingdom Hoops Navy and rallied to win 62-59. Hum um, had 18 points in, the, in that game. Aiden Brass, his Pius teammate, 16 points, six boards. Um, and Hank Hughes from Seward was solid, an efficient 12 points, seven rebounds, got to the free throw line. So that was a really impressive win. They, they, they beat Southwest Iowa Impact Gold by 10. Uh, and then they closed out the weekend uh, with a really impressive 75-46 win against a good um, uh, um, OSA Elite Travis team there. Shot 12-19 and 19 from three a- tra- as a team. I, I like that Travis team too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. Shane, look, give, us a, give us about three or four minutes on the clock so yeah. uh, we, we can get this in because I want to kind of get to the 15s too. Yeah. Uh, so l- last 17th team, Fremont D-League we- went three and one. Um, Really impressive showing from Connor Shutt from Wahoo Newman. Um, he, he was really efficient, big-time scoring in both games. Riker Wallers uh, from D.C. West had a good game against Norfolk D-Late. Grayson Bauman from Fort, uh, Fort Calhoun, big-time score there. Um, in the, the second game I saw against a good Iowa hoop stream, they, they won by five. Shutt had 21 in that one. Noah Simonis from Conestoga had really efficient 18. Um, so – Good, that's a good team coming, uh, obviously. The, the D-League teams don't play a ton of games, but you had some good players out in the smaller schools there. Um, kind of rapid fire here, the 16s. The Nebraska Supreme went 3-1. and one. They lost in the championship to All-Iowa Attack Elite Red. 19 all at halftime, a little bit of a grinder. Uh, Barrett Bosiger from Norris got hot in the second <laughs> half, scored all 20, hit uh, six threes in the second half. Watching you watch yeah. his game, this was my man Jacob Padilla. <laughs> He's got his notebook. <laughs> yeah, every time down, he's getting yeah, shot up. I mean, uh, he, he comes up quite a bit on yeah. this show over the last five, six months. He can play. Um, so they, they had a good weekend overall. Barrett's kind of the leading scorer for that team. and then, um, But 
they couldn't couldn't quite keep up with the attack in the second half. Ended up losing by ten. Deacon Courtney from Ralston was solid and there at eleven points, two blocks, but they couldn't quite get anybody else really rolling there. But it was a good ov- overall weekend for a team that struggled in the spring. Um, hopefully that gives them some confidence heading down to Houston now. Um, Supreme National One finished third place. Uh, they lost to Nebraska Supreme in the semifinal and then beat Kingdom Hoops Elite in, in the third place game. Um, so that, that was a good weekend for them as well. Parker Kelly was good, uh, for another pious kid in, in the semifinal. Um, and, the, and skipping ahead to the, uh, the 15s here, although one, probably the, it was kind of, there, there was a break in the schedule for the top team. So I kind of watched one from the second division there, Lincoln Supreme national two, the best single performance I saw all weekend, Jacob Dewitzman from Lincoln Lutheran. 31 points, 15 to 17 shooting, 14 rebounds, four blocks, and two steals uh, against No Coast Elite. It was Jay Foreman's team. Yeah. Had some young kids playing up there. Um, <laughs> but Foreman, sometimes I think he's going to lose his mind. <laughs> but they, they play hard. He some, he's got some young kids that can go, though. His uh, Grant Frederick Foreman and son had 25 points, uh, got to the line, took 13 free throws in that yeah. game, playing against 16s. Uh, and then his Lincoln Northeast teammate, Easton Switzer, had 22 points, hit five threes. Um, so that was a fun little game. Um, the Supreme National 2 went 4-0 in their division, and then No Coast Elite went 3-1. Um, and finally, the 15s. Uh, my team, we finished runner-up, lost in the championship to All-Iowa Attack Elite 1, or uh, Elite by 1, uh, 72-71. And that's red, too, because those guys are good. Yeah, that's the te- we played them three times now. We've lost by two. I forgot what the second one. We had a big lead and then blew it, and, and they won uh, maybe like 10 or something like that. Uh, we were shorthanded both times, playing with six plus a sub from another team. Finally, we got eight. We got Nate Kelly, Sawyer Smith, who didn't play neither of those two games. It was a heck of a game. It was one of the best games of the tournament, back and forth the entire way. Uh, they ended up pulling ahead by six down the stretch. We battle back into it, um, run a play, chuck it down half court, pitch it out to Nate Kelly, hits a three to cut it to one uh, with um, one, one and change left, like 1.7 or whatever. They inbound it. We foul them uh, with one second left. They go down, miss the front end. Derek Tondras grabs the rebound, chucks it from near the baseline. It hit about a foot left of the rim and up on the backboard. Like it sailing through there. It's like, oh, man, that's got, got a chance. chance. So that tough loss, but that was a really, really good. As far as I know, they've only lost to Mocan Elite and Howard Pulley, that's and a, I think they beat Mocan too. It's a good um, team. So, yeah, that, that, that's one of the best teams in the region, and we were right there. It's so frustrating, but – um, we, we were really good in our first three games. We beat TSA United, um, Nebraska team. Yeah. Um, beat that by – them beat the them most by distinguished uniforms in the gym. <laughs> yeah, those were – it definitely <laughs> stood out. Uh, we beat Kingdom Hoops Navy by 41. Uh, man, that <laughs> – So everybody – you guys must have shot the lights out. We, right? we did very it, it, much so. Everybody, they're like, hey, you see those guys shoot? I'm like, yeah. very familiar with JP's team. Yeah. Then we beat Kingdom Hoops Elite by 20 in the semifinal. Um, and – Man, Nate Kelly was phenomenal all weekend. Sawyer Smith, who only got to really play one weekend with us in the spring because he hurt his ankle um, uh, and had to miss two of the other weekends that he was set to play in. Uh, he, was, he was really, really good. He had two double-doubles, almost had a third, uh, led us at about, averaged about 12 points and eight boards this weekend, really efficient scoring. Uh, Kelly shot the lights out. was 10 of 17 from three on the weekend. Owen Anderson from Miller North. 10 of 18 from three on the weekend. Derek Tonja's really efficient scoring like he does. Um, average about 10. Uh, Trevin Wilkins, a little over 10 as well. 
Um, so we had a lot of guys really going this weekend. Um, he had 69 assists and only 31 turnovers in our four games. He'll take that as a coach. That's, only, yeah, that's, that's JP that's, Ball right that's a there. Pretty, that's a good ratio. I was very excited about the way we played. So, I'm, man, uh, it feels good having Kelly and Sawyer uh, back with us um, because that adds another dimension to the team where we're not relying so much on a couple of the guys that had to play such heavy minutes in the spring as shorthand as we were. Now we've got uh, a little bit, uh, a few more different ways to attack teams. Uh, and, man, that uh, really fun weekend. I really wish we could have gotten that, um, but the kids played really well. There's no shame in losing to that team, especially, again, um, man, we t uh, a few more seconds, I think. We, we had a couple of chances where we, we got the ball back down two and ended up turning the ball over, didn't get a shot up. So that's kind of the frustrating way to end it. Um, but overall, we played well. Uh, and then shout out to Lincoln Supreme National One, um, who finished third place. Uh, I, um, I, I saw their first game. They really balanced scoring. Tristan Haas from Seward is one of their best players. Had a really good uh, spring. Um, and then in the third place game, they beat Kingdom Hoops Elite 75-66. Hudson Mesker, who's at Lincoln Southwest now, went off for 22 points. Gage Hedstrom from O'Neill St. Mary's. Uh, had 12 points on four threes, and then Haas had 10 as well. Um, if, so. South, if Southwest gets their chemistry right, they'll be interesting to watch in yep. Lincoln. Yep, so, again, we talked about all spring, get, or all, all July, June, uh, get, get their kind of baseball kids back, get what their team is really going to look like in the fall. Hopefully they can kind of sort it out because they've got some talent too. Um, a lot of guards, like we said. Does your but team feel the momentum heading into Houston like you do? I, I think so. Uh, I think they were excited about the way this weekend goes. We'll get Jordan Aguema back. He was out playing soccer in North Carolina. His team made a good, uh, good run out there. Um, and then hopefully Jack Poppy is going to give it a go um, with his hamstring. Jacob Padilla um, with 10. So, yeah, excited. We'll, we'll Maybe. see. It's, it's bracket play from the start, so big game right off the bat. We're playing a Missouri flight team that had a good spring. Um, so we've got to come ready to go. Um, I think we're guaranteed four games no matter what, but hopefully we can make a run, get, get, uh, get a win off that first bat and uh, make a run because there's some teams there that we played at less than full strength that we'd like to get uh, another crack at. Yeah, competitive coach. That's another week of Nebraska Preps post game. We'll get JP back here safely, and uh, we'll be back next week with another recap. Don't you dare miss us. Heard at Sports Network Production.